Welcome to Stateside F1. Making those car noises so realistically is Andrew Berger. Hello there. We are talking Land of Fire, Azerbaijan 2022. Big thing during this race. Cuckoo, cuckoo, bananas. I'd say this race had it all. It had excitement. It had a ton of DNFs. It had Ferrari, LOL, <laughs> being Ferrari. Ferrari and Red Bull, bit of a role reversal almost mid-season, I would say. I feel like Ferrari is, A, lost all momentum, and I'm not, I'm, at first I thought they were the ones to grab the Constructors' Cup, and now I'm like, no, it's Red Bull. Do you think Ferrari could go 20 years without a world championship? Their last champion was 2007. I think so. Uh, with Kimi Raikkonen. I think he won by one point. Wow. It's going to go 20 years. You know what? Serves them right because they screwed over Kimi a couple years ago and threw him into uh, Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo were like drivers go to retire, basically. Yeah. Botas isn't doing too bad. I'm happy to see him as a lead driver because he's definitely got that uh, that lead driver energy, as you could say. I guess so. I mean, he's kind of been, I don't know if forgettable is the right word. I mean, he's like just kind of doing his midfield thing. There's nothing really exciting happening with him. That's Yeah, that's what's kind of upsetting me about Formula One. There's just maybe four great teams, and then the rest are just drivers that are on the grid. Yeah, drivers that used to ride for those four <laughs> great teams. Yeah, you got I mean, yeah, you got Vettel. He was until this past race the youngest driver to have twenty five wins. Until uh, spoiler alert, Max Verstappen came in and saved the day. Yeah, he's dominating. And yeah, now Vettel is just sitting at Aston Martin and saying that we should that formula 1 should stop making new tracks and just rehab old tracks which is pretty hot take. I Well, I feel like that hot take was basically because of Las Vegas. Yeah. There's there's which, a lot of controversy going there. Yeah, I don't even know if it's controversial because a lot of people kind of agree with it. For something to be a controversy, I guess people have to be like, "Ooh, that's a hot take." It's like, "No, not really. It's a take everyone kind of is like, we don't really don't want Las Vegas." You're right. Even Las Vegas doesn't want Las Vegas. I mean, we talked about this on previous episodes, but You're right. You're right. It's Formula 1 just kind of pushing their own agenda. It's them that... trying to get us Americans. They want us they want our hot dogs and hamburgers. I mean, everything's always bigger and better in America. Get her done. Speaking of Sebastian Vettel, did you see him during the race when he outbroke himself and could not pass Ocon? Yes, but I will say this. What a wild recovery. Yes. He's, so he, which turn was that? Do you know off the top of your head? I want to say it was turn one. Yeah, yeah turn maybe. one. Maybe. It was early. Um, but man, he th- that error happened, and then he just kind of fishtailed and got right back on the track. It was phenomenal to watch. And that's like that championship skill right there that's not like any old driver can do something like that on the fly yeah that's i mean that's four-time world champion material mm-hmm. right there he's just he's just not in a great car and yeah you know i actually i know where I, I apologize for jumping around a bit joe sure we're just excited this race got us jazzed well actually while you're looking at your notes i'm just gonna say what the what the results were 
Please, please. So we had one, two, three, Verstappen first, Perez second. So we had a Red Bull, Red Bull, one, two, three. We had a George Russell and Mercedes. And Ooh. we had Hamilton fourth. So we had a Mercedes. So Red Bull, Red Bull, Mercedes, Mercedes. Then Gasly, Vettel, Alonso, Ricardo, Norris, which I definitely want to talk about. Um, Ocon, uh, Bottas, uh, yada, yada. I mean, it, it goes on from there. But man, that Daniel Ricardo, Lando Norris last lap there was nail biting because Norris got the call. He got the, the team direction to not overtake with Danny Rick in front of him. And he obeyed. But there was a moment where he kind of peeked his little head out on the straightaway. He did a little bit of, let me just see what's going on here. I just want to see if maybe I can overtake Danny Rick here. And he didn't do it. I totally thought he was going to. He, Norris was, uh, he was reminding Ricardo that he was there pretty passive aggressively in my personal opinion. I agree with that. He even talked about it after the race, like kind of like I could have done it. Yeah. Danny Rick. I mean, is Danny Rick again, just another driver on the grid now? Pretty much. Yeah. I don't know what it is um, because it's hard to say, Hey, it's the car when a less experienced teammate is just dominating you and beating you in points every week, every race. Yeah. I mean, when you're, because Danny Rick, how old is he? He's about 33, and Hamilton is about 35. Let's look. So, oh, wow, Hamilton's 37. Wow, he's a... No wonder why he has a bad back. Yeah. Oh, so Danny Rick is 32. All right. So we weren't too far off. But anyways, yeah, these older drivers, man, they're just... These guys are legends if they have the right cars. Mm-hmm. Whereas the the younger drivers are kind of at the uh, crossing point of, is it the car or the driver? Well, it just shows how much it, it's a team sport. It takes everyone. It's not just the driver. It's the machine they're in. I think team player of the year goes to Perez, though. 100%. I'm was, I, I messaged you. I, he, I was rooting for Checo. He was my guy. Same. I I want I want to see Max get dethroned. I yeah. think because I feel like that's the actual that's the fight. Yeah, this season is is a Red Bull Red Bull fight. I'm I'm looking actually at the team the race highlights right now, and I'm seeing the two Red Bulls coming down the main street, and uh, Perez is uh, letting Verstappen pass. And that reminds me of the era of uh, Danny Rick and Max Verstappen, where Danny Rick was going down the, uh, you know, the turn one straightaway, and he went right into Max Verstappen, and that just kind of blew up Danny Rick's career from there, to be honest. Because mm. right after that, Danny Rick, all of his cars just kept exploding, like blowing up, and he left for Renault at the end of that season. Maybe Max put a, a Dutch curse on him. Him or Christian Horner? Christian Horner seems like pretty He tough seems guy. like just a toxic boss. <laughs> Yeah. I would never want to work for that man. He seems like the type of guy that would say something like uncomfortable. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you would be like, you kind of have to like kind of laugh along. Be like, yeah, yeah, I get it. And then you're like, Ugh. You'd be like maybe, maybe not. Maybe yeah. that actually wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the type of guy. He's the type of boss that like you wouldn't say if you're on Twitter. <laughs> or like you wouldn't, you know what I mean? You wouldn't be like, yeah, don't follow me on social. I don't want you to know my life outside work. 
because we're like work. Oh, oh, we're like yes, work friends, yes. not real friends. You know what I mean? Work friends, and yeah, you know someone's a work friend when they reach out to you after work hours to do work for the company. It's yeah, when you're that's like, only work uh, friend. That's that, boss. That's only boss. That happened to me last night. I I actually didn't respond. I was like, oh, oh sorry. That's, yeah, that's the healthiest thing you can do. That was yeah. Let's talk Ferrari. Yes, yes, Ferrari. What a just upset. Oh my lord. That was just a cartoon. So we had both cars, DNF, and then we had uh, other, what was it? Al, what other team was had DNF as well, but had Ferrari engines or Ferrari parts? Haas. Haas. Yes, everything Ferrari touched went kaput. Yeah. The funniest thing is there's a classic quote I've been seeing all over Instagram by Enzo Ferrari himself, the maestro or the Commodore, they called him. Was the quote, Mike cars will explode? <laughs> Essentially, no. His his quote was, aerodynamics are... <laughs> <laughs> aerodynamics, no. I put a bomb in every cylinder. <laughs> no, his quote was, uh, aerodynamics are for people who don't know how to build engines. Ugh. So maybe it is the time for Ferrari to learn how to create aerodynamics that's an interesting quote because i feel like ferraris are kind of aerodynamic that's like their body style i think this year's ferrari is the best looking ferrari in years yeah it's a shame to quote total wolf that they're complete shit boxes yeah complete shit boxes yes sorry lewis i know you're driving a bit of a shit box lewis hamilton man bad back bad back i mean you just mentioned his age what is he 37 yeah, he's not the mm. only driver to be complaining about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and Mercedes isn't the only team to be complaining about it. Pierre Gasly from AlphaTauri, yeah. who a couple weeks ago hinted he would not rule out leaving the Red Bull family, which I think would be a good thing for him to And break I free. feel like he has to make that threat now because of what happened with Sergio Perez being signed for a couple more years. Yeah. So he has to be like, hey, you're not the only girl in town anymore, sweetheart. All right. There's other people out there that want me. So he's feeling he's, you know, has to kind of like be a little little confident, kind of stand up, you know, relax his shoulders and say, I'll look at some other people. Exactly. And what's what's Perez's Red Bull contract till 2026 now? Yes. I think it was two more years. Yeah. I mean, Perez, he's, you know, the thing is, Perez. How old is he? Because he's been in Formula One for at least he's 10 years. Older, yes. Oh, okay. So he's 32. Oh, my God. Look. Yeah, he's born in 1990. Wow. I thought he was a lot older than that. Older, yeah. I, yeah thought he was like, I thought he was like 58. Yeah, he has like, he has kids and. <laughs> I thought he had like a pension coming up. Yeah, really. I thought he was like 36 or something. Anyways, as we discussed in last episode, he's he lives in Mexico, but. Which is so respectable. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone yeah. can just go to Monaco and not pay taxes. This man flies all the way back to North America, you know, yes. has the expense of time and money, and then, you know, invests in his home country by living there. And that's that's great. You know what I just saw, actually? McLaren, McLa when they were McLaren Mercedes, had this cartoon from 2011 to 2016 called Tuned. And it's just cartoon versions of the race car drivers and their race cars. And whoever was driving for the team was in the show. Oh, that's fun. 
So it's like a like a Saturday morning cartoon? Yeah. And it's really funny how they depict all the different drivers. And of course, Ayrton Senna is depicted because he is a god. And also yeah. James Hunt from the movie Rush. My God, there's a scene of James Hunt and the shot, the camera shot comes from between what you could assume is a woman's legs. <laughs> wow. James Hunt was known to be a womanizer, but wow, that's pretty, it's pretty, yeah. uh, it's a bit much. <laughs> Isn't Verstappen supposed to be like a playboy? No, he's actually dating. Well, I think now he's dating the daughter of a formula driver, a, f- yeah. a like, former driver. I think he's dating. He's, Who's I oh think like 10 years older than him. And she had a kid with. and she, Yes, with a previous Red Bull driver. Yeah. Spicy, spicy. Daniel Kvyat, the Russian driver. Yes. Controversial. That is controversy, if you ask me. Ooh. We live for that here on Stateside F1. Oh, my. We're all about the memes, the tea. If you want formula fun, listen to Stateside F1. There you go. Um, I just want to talk about Horner one more time before we, we move ahead. I don't know. We're kind of all over the place anyways. Yeah. Um, no, you're good. He's basically cry me a river thing to Mercedes about the porpoising. I kind of agree with, you know, uh, I, I will say this. If Red right. Bull was in the position Mercedes is in, he would be complaining and saying we need to change the rules and all that stuff. He said that too. Yeah, he said if my drivers were in that situation, I would also be complaining and to the FIA to make a diff- to change some regulations. Sure, there you go. I mean, that even that proves my point right there. Yeah. If they raised the height of the cars, they wouldn't be having bad bouncing. Right. Right? Right. But they don't want to do that because that's at the expense of speed. So they want to keep the cars as low to the ground, but then they're complaining about the bouncing. But I'll I'll give Red Bull credit where Red Bull where, where Red Bull deserves credit. Right. They found um they figured it out. They figured out they, they found a height that works for them where there's not crazy bouncing and they're getting a ton of speed. Ferrari also has found that out too. So to say this is some sort of safety concern and nobody can figure this out, we need the rules changed. Right. That All that does is it disenfranchises the people that are winning and help helps the people that are losing. And so I kind of agree with Horner to be like, hey, we're halfway through the season here and now you guys want to like change ride heights? No, no, my friend. But what's the politics of if when it becomes a health safety concern? So in in the politics too of like them talking about it on the radio, being like, "Hey, we got to figure this out. My back is killing me." You know, I'm sure they're in pain, but it, I'm sure there's some politics that's being played too. It's like, "Hey, let's mention that." You know, yeah, on the radio. Yeah, on the radio and stuff, so even fans are hearing it, and it's like. But Hamilton, so could you? I, there was a rumor. I don't know if it's true. Maybe this was already responded to. I can't remember. But Hamilton might sit out for the Canada race. I did hear about that. And, well, I, I have another thing to mention later about broad the broadcast. But, yeah, Hamilton was having trouble getting out of his car. And, actually, Martin Brunzel said that you're not allowed to touch a Grand Prix driver until they've weighed themselves. Yes. Yep. That you're was, not allowed to touch the car or the driver. Yeah, and that was just... That was just hard to watch. Yeah. But also, like, watching me get up off the couch is the same thing. It's a lot of grunting. Potentially. It's a lot of wincing and pain. I I would like to see that in slow motion. 
And you hear me going, box. Box. In, 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 in. Out, out, out. <laughs> yeah. So the broadcast, though, kind of got me pumped up. Because in the beginning, before the race started, even before they did the Formula One theme, they opened it with Kimi Raikkonen shouting into his radio because, you know, that's classic Kimi. Mm -hmm. But then it showed all the drivers kind of in like 8-bit and looking looking like an old like Virtua Fighter game. That was awesome. I wholeheartedly enjoyed that. And I think it was the NFL did that too. Yeah, but where they did like an eight bit thing um, with I think it was the NFL. I can't remember if it was the NFL or the MLB. Well, no one cares about the MLB. That's true. And the NFL, what they the only people that watch baseball are like dads with very young kids, right? Or people that play baseball. I do not. I do know someone who's in the minor leagues, though. Oh, really? Yeah, he's my babysitter's grandson actually my old babysitter i do not need babysitting anymore <laughs> but i wouldn't say no uh, yeah i mean just not having to be responsible for yourself that sounds fantastic i mean that's i agree i had a uh, a weird shower thought the other day this is way off topic but spill it spill it so i was watching a tiktok and there was like a gen xer complaining like you know kids they're into like cartoons and anime and all this stuff and they don't want to like be grown up and he was saying back when we were kids we wanted to smoke cigarettes and we wanted to act grown up and i thought about it when i was taking a shower just like his thing there and i and i thought i wonder if it's because when you're a kid back in the day for like a gen x or a boomer all that stuff when you were a kid your thought of freedom yeah was being an adult when you become an adult, you'll get some freedom. You'll be able to do what you want and all this stuff. Now, with access to information on the internet, and you get to see how adults <laughs> act and what the job market's like and yeah. what life is going to be a couple years down the road, I can see you being like, eh, you know what? I just want to stay a kid forever. That's the actual freedom. The freedom is being the kid. The freedom's not being the adult. Anyways, that was just a thought I had. No, I... To add to that, there's this whole. We can tie this into F1. I got you. Yes, yes, we have to. Yes, we have to bring this on premise. But just to to add to that, that first thought, there's this whole genre of memes that focus on not necessarily sad boy memes, but yeah. a version of that where you just kind of complain about your daily life and routine of having a job, having to wake up early. Going exactly. to work for the man. and Exactly. And kids see that. Like teenagers see that. They're like, oh, this is what being adult is like. Before it used to be behind the veil. Right. Like you kind of don't see what adulthood is like until you become an adult. Now you can see what adulthood is like when you're 13, when you're 12, when you're 10 or whatever. When you're 17, when you're about to enter adulthood. Right. And I mean, I my, my girlfriend is a teacher and she says that she notices – she teaches uh, second grade and kindergarten, but she notices the upperclassmen at the school she works at, they're dressing a lot more like adulty than kind of, I guess, what you and I wore when we were in high school. I still wear what I wear in high school, a t-shirt and jeans. That's what I go to work in. Except now I wear Crocs as well. Um, it's Ooh. very That's the controversy. I'm wearing Crocs with socks. 
Crocs with socks. See, I'm right now. I'm wearing my Hell Nike yeah, slides. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Getting the Crocs with socks now, brother. Nah, bro. Nike slides. These things are Ooh. like walking on pillows. I'm I telling love my, you. I, I also have a good pair of, who's it? Sakowski? Sakowski? Oh, Saucony. Saucony. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> so close. Sakowski. I'm so bad with all of these like, European names or like any anytime it's like you know I'm Charles Leclerc. I like that Ferrari driver Charles Leclerc. I really there needs to be an American driver. The only issue yeah there needs to be like a Bart Thimbleman. Yeah, there needs to be like an American American driver, not like a driver from America. My name is Joe Cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) No, like for real, he needs to be American. But yeah, besides that. So speaking about adulthood, because Max Verstappen's about 24 years old. He started in Formula One without a driver's license. Yeah, what, he was like 16, I think? Wild, yeah, 16, 17 maybe. And I think now there's the age restriction, and so he will be the youngest person in Formula One forever now. Yeah, I think you have to be 18 now. Yeah. Like you have to have a have driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. I I do remember when he was that age they um they would give him apple cider instead of champagne for the podiums. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but think about it. Thinking about um kids seeing what adulthood is like. Think about Lando Norris. He's about 22. Yeah. He's the same age as my brothers. And I mean, think about the maturity that he has to have and you know, along with Pierre Gasly, Leclerc, Sainz and for staff well, the pressure of it makes you grow up fast, I think. Oh my God, yeah. You know, because there's so much money involved and there's so many people relying on you too. They're, the paychecks they get, I can't imagine they don't support other people in their lives. So imagine being 22 years old, 23 or however, and then being like, hey, I need to do well or else. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they don't care. I don't know. I, I feel like if it was me, I would kind of crumble under the pressure. I, I'm sh- I probably would as well. Yeah, the world, like the cameras in your face, you know, the press afterwards. And then you can't emotionally, you have to like emotionally kind of be mature. Like after a race, I would be like swearing up a storm and then I'd have to do like a press thing and act like I'm, you know, mature. That wouldn't Yeah, happen. I mean, think about Lewis Hamilton last year when he when he came in second place and lost the championship. I He had to hold it in. He... I saw him when he walked off from the out, out of the press pen. And he like just walked right to his dad and he was just like, he just gave his dad his big hug. And, you know, I imagine, I don't know if he was crying, but I probably would have been just like sobbing. Yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, we just talked about childhood now to be like a, a, an adulthood thing. It's like, that's, I think raising your kids right would make mature adults, young adults. Yeah. It comes to it. Like if you raise crappy kids then you're going to have crappy, ad- <laughs> you're going to make crappy adults. <laughs> Hopefully a lot of these people are raised right. Maybe that's part of it as well. I don't know. Sometimes I see like some sports figures, fathers. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, I see why you're oh successful. Like I, sometimes I see them and I'm like, yep. Okay. Well, did you ever see the video when uh, fathers and mothers, not just fathers. Right. Well, did you see the video where Tom Brady's at a press conference and I think a young kid asked him who his hero was and Tom Brady said his dad. And I don't know if Tom Brady's dad is still with us, Yeah, but just like the way he said it so passionately and Tom Brady actually, he's like getting teary eyed when he was talking to this yeah. 
I don't know, like 10-year-olds about how his dad was his hero. And I As was someone like, wow. with a, a toddler daughter, I would that would mean the world to me. Oh my and gosh. I, just, I guess that's, it's, you can't just ask for stuff like that to happen. You have to like earn it. You have to earn it. You have to earn it. And that's something I think about every day. That and Formula One. Yes. I am too immature to have a child right now. <laughs> I mean, it matures you up really quick. I will say that. I, I believe And it. there are parts, but the thing is, it matures you up really quick, but it doesn't turn me into like a button down, tucking my flannel into my jeans and wearing a phone clip. Like there's still a lot of immature parts of me, but there's just a lot of also. Um, my dad had a phone clip. I remember all dads do. I think you literally at some point someone's going to like someone from the government's going to come to my apartment and hand me a phone clip because like you're a father. We see on the census here that you have a child. Here's a phone clip. Here's a phone clip. Please tuck your please tuck your um, old navy button down shirt into your pants. Here is your white picket fence and home. The, there was a comedian. Well, that, that dream doesn't exist anymore. I know. It's really unfortunate. It's yeah. apartment life. It's apartment life. Real estate is the industry, man. Yeah. Anyways, Formula One. We, you know what? <laughs> We're trying so hard we, to get back on topic. We, we don't need to have homes because, no. because Max Verstappen has yeah. a home. His home is first place on the podium right now yes. oh let's talk uh, driver standings i have it up please so i would love to see checo perez overtake for stappen so right now uh, max is at 150 sergio p is at 129 so what's that 21 points if i did quick math yes it's close enough for me what do we have to see what do we i mean if he gets first place in Canada, what's next is uh, Canada, right? It's next right? weekend, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, one first place podium. One. I'm burping. It's okay. It it comes with being a father. <laughs> um, all it takes it's twenty five points, right? You hit the first place, you get the twenty five pointer, right? But then, but then Max has to get no points for the yeah. To, Max has to, to DNF. He has to DNF. Yes, which could happen. That could be a thing. So I would love to see that. I, my Ferrari, I have no faith in them. I think they're going to almost like three stooges. They're going to like bump their heads together. And then I think the car is going to go on the line and all four tires are just going to fall out right when it starts. Right. When lights oh, go out. Like you ever see that, uh, that cr- you ever see that crash or that incident with Sebastian Buemi when he was driving for Toro Rosso back in 2007, eight or nine. And actually this is kind of cool as an audio engineer. There was a vibration on the front axle that it was the right tone. Yes. It makes the right resonance. Yes. It can be destructive. That's a lot. That happens to a lot of bridges. Well, it doesn't happen to a lot of bridges. It can happen to bridges and civil engineers need to um, like, work around that or something or else like if the wind hits the bridge in a certain way and hits a resonance, it could destroy the whole bridge and a bridge fell because of that show notes show. No- I, you know what? I saw that. I think you sent it to me a couple months ago. It was crazy. Yep. And we're about to throw that in the show notes. You guys can see the falling bridge. What else do we need to do for show notes? We had a lot for show notes. Show notes are our new favorite bridge. thing. We have, what else did we mention? We'll put um, Verstappen's girlfriend yes. in the show notes. 
Also, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So what were you saying about uh, the front? Oh, so when Sebastian was driving down the straightaway, I, I don't know what track it was. The two front tires, the front, they just popped off. It was like a cartoon. He just went right into the runoff. You know, show notes. We got to show notes that. Show notes it. I do want to say, speaking about Perez, hopefully dethroning Max, teammate of the year again. Yeah, because Horner was like no fighting, and he just let Max pass him, and that I've I've opinions on this. I have opinions. Wait, question though. Quick question. At thirty-two years old. I'm personally, I wouldn't call myself a competitive person. I mean, when you're in Formula One, obviously you're peak competitiveness, peak physical fitness and everything in the the top of the world. But as a family man, does he just eat it and say, I'm living the dream as a Formula One driver. I have a family. He just had a kid. And is he just trying to help Max out and just live for that paycheck? Or is he... Is he going to disobey at one point and be like Sergio Perez, world champion? Yeah. I mean, I, I, so let's, I will, I will talk about Lando and Danny Rick to answer this question about Sergio and Max. So apparently, Lando said that another reason why he didn't uh, overtake. Uh, Ricardo was because Ricardo helped him out earlier in the race and like didn't overtake him um, when he was told not to. Well, Lando, I don't rem- I don't remember that in the race. I'd have to go back to see that. I think, but I rem- I remember looking up that uh, I remember seeing something on YouTube or something that said like uh, Lando Norris was like, yeah, you know, Ricardo helped me out actually earlier in the race when he could have overtaken me, but he didn't. So on to Max. Hmm. And our boy Checo, maybe there's, there's, it's like, Hey, at some race before you helped me out. So this time now we're even, or, you know, there's, there's so many, there could be so much more to this relationship that we just don't know. Um, so I guess that's my long winded way to say maybe he owed him one or, you know, maybe he's like, this isn't the best time to do it. Or maybe he couldn't. Just couldn't him. actually pass. Yeah, he couldn't actually pass. That's that's a possibility as well. I, you know what I notice? I keep going back to Red Bull. I'm sorry. I did notice that Perez's pit stops were shorter yes. than Max's. Oh, I wanted to write this one down. Yes, yeah. I want to take those notes. So yeah, I felt uh, not to be a conspiracy guy, Uh-oh. but it felt like all of uh, Checo's pits were way longer than Max's, and Max Max was getting like. Record breaking pit stop. It's like two point eight. Yeah, 2.7. and then Sergio Perez would come out, and then be like one old man, like who works the gas station, who works the Sitco, was like, "Hold on one second here." Yeah. So where are you traveling in from? It was. It was. I ups- was like, "Please, I need. I just need new tires." It was like, <laughs> oh, "Okay." It was. Well, you know, gas prices are going up because of inflation now. Like, no, <laughs> just I need to leave. I okay. Need- well. I need to go be the second tier driver. Yeah. You don't need to remind me. Then when then when Max pits, he gets like Flash Gordon. Flash, ah, the savior of the universe. That song was actually written by Queen. Yes, yeah. We got show notes. I'm watching show the pit. notes. I'm watching Max's pit right now. Yeah. Stop time three point five seconds. Perez is about to come in. I'm just waiting for the display. 
Yeah, 3.5. Because I remember Perez was like 4.5 or 4.8. It was, it was unlike Red Bull, who has yeah. the world record of fastest pit stops. Yes. They're, I feel like they're known for their pits. Pits are their thing. Their pit team is incredible. Yeah. Their pit team is the pits. What you could say is, God, I love cocaine. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we gotta do meme of the day to end this episode before we talk. Okay. Before we we uh, close out for Canada. Um, okay. So, what is your meme of the day for the race for Azerbaijan? You know, the highest innovation of Formula One: the duct tape on Sunoda's oh, we didn't even talk DRS. About the duct tape. We didn't even talk about the duct tape. You wanna uh, ex- you wanna explain a little bit? Yeah, so on the back of these cars, there's a flap on the on the back of the spoiler that opens up and closes. It's called the drag reduction system. DRS. So if you're within a second of the driver in front of you, you can press a button on your steering wheel and it'll open this flap and it'll give you, I think it's pl- plus 20 miles per hour to pass the person in front of you. It's... It's a really cool system and the batteries charge and all this technical stuff that we can go into in another episode. Fun fact, Formula One cars are hybrids. Yes. A lot of people don't realize that. That is, you are right. You are right. They're hybrids. And there's actually three hypercars from 2013 that were used that technology to create road cars. So we can discuss those cars again or Mm. on another episode. But Yuki Tsunoda's his flap on the back of his spoiler kind of broke in half. So only half the system was working. So only half the side of the spoiler was going up and the other side was staying down. So speaking on my limited knowledge of aerodynamics, you would think <laughs> that the only with only half the air going, it would kind of push the car to one direction. Yes, which makes it very dangerous. Yes, or that flap could potentially just rip out. Yeah, and hit another driver or just, you know, yeah. be dangerous. Because these are op- like their their heads are, you know, there's nothing shielding their face like IndyCar. Right. I mean, you have that like T bar, but I mean, you know. Yeah, the halo. I don't think that would really help you with the. Uh, no, with, with a straight up blade coming towards your face. Yes. Anyways, so the AlphaTauri, the geniuses over at AlphaTauri, the engineering marvels over at AlphaTauri pit decided, hey, we have our fix for this DRS system. Duct tape. Good old-fashioned American duct tape. I don't know if, I don't know if it's American, but good old-fashioned duct tape. And they just taped down the wing, and the commentators, uh, to me, that's like the, the meme, the, to specify the meme of the day, yes. the commentators for me, were the the meme part of the meme of the day because they were losing their minds. Yeah. They didn't even think it was legal. They're like, they're getting fined. I wonder if they got fined. They did get not black flagged, but black and orange flagged, which means they need to pull the car in immediately and retire the cars. So But they didn't though. No, they sent the car back out because they thought that um taping it and not using the DRS device would be fine which is insane because the the wind like the, the cars are going so fast that tape could just rip right off yes but 
they wanted the points. Let me see. I'm looking. Did Tsunoda DNF or did they keep him out? I thought they kept him out. And I, I remember I was like, how is he still out? No, Sonoda, yeah. He was lapped and he finished. He's not a DNF. The only DNFs are Stroll, okay. Magnuson, and the, the Ferrari team, and one Alfa Romeo. Oh, Joe Guan Yu. How do you pronounce his first name? I, always, I, I never say his first name because I'm always so scared. It's uh, The commentators say Joe Guan Yu. Where when he was racing in F2, he was Guan Yu Joe. So I'm not sure why the name change or the change in order, but that is his name in Formula One. So that's what he will be known as. There was a funny meme, apparently, like some Mexican paper wrote Pierre Gasly's name is like Pedro Galingo or something. (laughs) And the someone made a meme of it by putting Pierre Gasly's face, but like giving him a sombrero and a, and a mustache. It's like Pedro Galingo. No, show notes at show notes. Show notes. Show notes. Oh, I got to find it now. Oh, damn. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Oh my God, though. Red yeah. Bull, stop being so dominant. All right. Let me do meme of the day and we, we got to get out of here. We're already at 40 minutes. All right. Um, all right. So we did duct tape. I'm going to say there's just been so many funny memes about Ferrari. Oh, no. I mean, just the the DNFs, uh, this, them kind of tripping over their own feet. Um, I give them my, they, they get, I crown them my meme of the day. I sent you one where it's like, it's like a gun clip and someone's putting like. Oh, pasta in pasta it. Pasta in it. And it's like, a, <laughs> it's like an Italian chef. Yeah, and it said pain under it. Yeah. <laughs> That's that was show notes. Show notes. Yeah, that was the only way for Ferrari to describe their race. All right, we got to get out of here. Yes. Anyways, um, so we'll see you guys after Canada. Yeah, Canada is on next Sunday, and I think yeah. next Sunday is the first time I'm actually not doing anything. So I will just be watching the race. Um, what are your predictions? Yes. So I'm going to say Sergio Perez just because I want it to happen. Okay. Um, You're manifesting. I'm manifesting that. Verstappen's going to get two. If not, he's going to get first. If anything, (sighs) I honestly, I do think Max is going to get first, but I want uh, Checo to get first. So I'm going to say Checo number one. Uh, Then I'll give Verstappen number two. Um, then I will give Charles Char Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, um, third. See that? Yeah. That's a so safe basically bet. this race, but switched for first and second. Hold on, let me see who won last year. But it doesn't even mean anything because uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Also, there's like you don't have to put much thought into this. I know, but I want to be right because it's starting to bug me that I'm just so astronomically wrong each time. If Ferrari sticks to it, I'm going to put, you know, I'll, I'll put Perez first, Ocon second. What? Yeah. Ocon's, <laughs> the Alpine cars. So what in this season makes you say that? Just think of this season. Don't look at last year. 
Because it's all different cars now. Because right? last race, it was impossible for anybody to pass the Alpine cars. But then, but there's qualifying. That's you have to put that into account as well. Yeah. Can they qualify to get further up the grid? Because yes, in the race, they're hard to pass. But they haven't been qualified. So where did Ocon? I can tell you right now where he qualified. Yeah, let me know. A thirteenth. Where did he finish That's, though? Eight. He thirteenth and finished. 10th so he only went up two spots all right all right all right um all right so let me say perez alonso ended seventh and qualified uh 10th qualified 10th and finished seventh so he only went up uh three three spots as well or yeah it nobody's passing him but it's qualifying 50 percent of the battle if not more I feel like qualifying is so much more important than people actually. To me, watching yeah. a race isn't just watching the race. I have to watch qualifying too because it's so important. Yeah, qualifying. Yeah, qualifying. It's gets literally you. like seventy percent of the <laughs> the race. It, unless you DNF, like yeah, it's just you're only moving up and down a couple spots. Charles Leclerc had the right idea. Monaco twenty twenty one. Get pulled and crash into the wall. <laughs> He, he had the right idea. It's a good strategy. Bold strategy, Cot. Let's see how they'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Meme of uh, the day. <laughs> all right. So I, I want to put Perez on top because I, I think I'm becoming a Perez fan. Checo. Just, he's the underdog. The Church of Checo. We're part of the Church of Checo. Yes. And so after Checo, I mean, Verstappen makes the most sense. It's the safest bet. <laughs> I know. But... <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say signs because it's so entertaining to see him disappointed on the second step every time. <laughs> every time it's just he's getting branded as the beta and I feel terrible. <laughs> but he's I just like also you're the one banding. You're the one branding him as the beta. I mean, let's ask our listeners: Are are is signs the beta? He's just is this, signs the beta. We need answers. That's that's the title of this episode: Is signs the beta? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that will be the title of this episode. <laughs> but oh, also, God. he's like in Diego Montoya. He's this super intense, super passionate guy, but he just never gets what he what he's what he's running for. It's honestly classic beta, classic, classic beta behavior. Yeah. If you accept that you're a beta, that's a different story. That's like, then you, then you can't make fun of them. How about this? Can I change my standings just to make it spicy instead of picking safe? All right. All right. Number one, Chucko. Number two, George Russell. Oh. Number three, Pierre Gasly. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love to see. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen, but I'm just throwing it out there. I, it could. I think it's never going to happen, but it could happen. I'd love to see Pedro Gasly on the podium. Pe- <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say Checo. Second place, Signs, and third place, it could be Georgie. Yeah, G- Georgie. I mean, he got third here. He's killing it. He's good That's on the what turns. what makes me think like the Lewis Hamilton thing. It's like, I don't know. I think it's his pain. It's it's part of his journey too. The reason why he's so far back on the grid. I mean, so far back is like what, fifth? 
whatever yeah. he's getting fourth. But for him, uh, yeah. you know, that's far back. It's, he's not on podium. But um, I want number eight, man. I want number eight. He could get number eight and then retire and be this huge spokesperson and like be an icon in other areas and be this, yeah, like he the would face pass, of the world. Um, Schumacher, right? Yeah, he would be essentially the greatest Grand Prix driver to ever live. Yeah, I still yeah. think I today I think he still is. All right. Anyways, on that note, we have to go. Thank you all for listening. See you next week. See you in Canada. A boot. We'll be talking a boot. Formula One. And like, comment, subscribe. We will answer even if you say you hate our show. Because it's nice to know that you gave us some of your time to give us a shot. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.